We have arrived to the season. The season of what, though? The season of preparation, of parties and festivities, the season of busyness and cooking and shopping and wrapping and packing and sharing and gifting and doing and waiting. We spend so much time preparing for this season, hauling down the decorations from the attic or up from the basement, putting everything in its place. We spend hours finding the perfect gift for our loved one's time, wrapping them up and making sure they're perfectly balanced underneath the Christmas tree because heaven forbid we have more presents on one side than we do on the other, right? They have to be balanced. We spend time preparing goodies for all of those that we love, perhaps sampling one or two along the way, preparing meals for family and friend gatherings, sharing and doing all kinds of things. But when the season, when what we're doing all this stuff for gets here, it seems like it's all over with. Perhaps we've forgotten what it means to be in this season, to wait what does it mean to wait? The prophet Isaiah was getting ready. He was getting his listeners, the people who would hear his words, ready for something grand that was going to happen in this world. And his words recorded in the book that bears his name, and the words that he gave us, the words of his prophecy, the people waited. And 800 years passed between what he said and the reality of the first part of what he had said came to fruition. That's waiting. On the day that Christ arrived and in the life that he lived and he gave for our sake, he fulfilled most of God's promises, most of what the prophet Isaiah had said through his time as a prophet of the Lord. Yet some of them had not yet come and still have not come to fruition yet because as the prophet Isaiah is speaking these wonderful words of Advent, the waiting on the Messiah, much of what he has to say also is pertaining to the second Advent, the second coming of Christ. Just as Christ came and took away the sins of the world and made a, a new covenant written on the hearts of the faithful, there are still parts of the prophecy that cannot be filled, have yet to be fulfilled, and they won't be until the second coming of Christ, when the promises of the first Christmas will bring about the fulfillment of God's promises according to His Word in the day that is still to come. And so we find ourselves waiting because we're part of what has already happened, and we're also part of the waiting for what has not yet happened. We find ourselves in between the already and the not yet. We've already realized who the light is, where the light is coming from, that the light is Jesus Christ who says, I am the light of the world. And he came into the world to shine his light before all men and all people, all persons. We've already realized that the coming of the Messiah in Christ Jesus our Lord, but we have not yet seen the fullness of His kingdom. We still deal with brokenness. We still have hatred and we still see wars and hear about wars of nations against nations. We're still even at times in our own lives of people who are walking in darkness, awaiting a great light to dawn upon us. This is where we are in the not yet. This is where we find ourselves, even in the midst of all of the joy and the festivities and the busyness of the bustling holiday season, needing to be reminded to stop 
and wait and realize what we're waiting for. But we don't like waiting. We're impatient people. In fact, we may even want some things for Christmas that cause us to receive the things that we want or do the things that we want even faster. Because we don't like waiting at all. Our children definitely don't like waiting. We start wrapping presents and putting them on the Christmas tree. What do they want to do? They want to go shake the boxes. They want to go find out. They want to poke them. They want to figure out what's there. And what do we say? No, no. No touching. Don't do it. You have to wait. You have to wait. Wait for it. Because when we wait, the anticipation grows. When we wait, when we realize what we're waiting for, the joy might come and overwhelm us because what we've been waiting for, we've waited so long for. But we spend so little time waiting these days. In fact, waiting just makes us annoyed. We don't like being early because then we'll have to wait on somebody. But we don't want to leave somebody waiting on us because we know how annoying it is to wait. We're not people who like waiting and sometimes we even forget what we're waiting for. But waiting is good for us. It's good for us to remember something that we have actually something that is worth waiting for. According to Isaiah, there will come a day that everyone is going to flock to the mountain of the Lord's presence. They're going to go streaming into Zion and they're going to hear, all want to hear what the Lord has to say. They're all going to want to learn from the Lord. They're going to want to hear His teachings. They're going to live their lives in His light. And the teachings that will come from this holy mountain will cause people to take instruments of violence and war and turn them into instruments of building and peace. No longer will people train for opportunities to overcome and conquer one another. Instead, people are going to work in cooperation with one another. Their efforts towards one another are going to be about building peace, about building love, about building a single kingdom that's for the glory of God. The word that Isaiah uses for this time that will still come is one where he says, everyone will walk in the light of the Lord. The words of Isaiah, he wants to know, he wants everyone to know that there will come a day when everyone will walk in the light of the Lord. What does that have to do with who we are as a people? Why is light such an important thing? Well, when you're walking around in light, when the light is shining bright, it's not easy to stumble over things. When you can see clearly because there's enough light, you can see the truth. You can see what's out there. You can see what is happening. Isaiah is telling people that we need to walk in the light. There will be a day when everyone will be able to see and understand and perceive and know what truth is. And so, but we, uh, as a people who are Christians who are gathered together for the worship of Christ, who have understood and known that the Lord is the light of the world, that Jesus was the light of the world, we come and we say, well, we know what the light is. We know how to walk in the light. We've seen it. But there's still darkness around every aspect of this world. Sometimes in our lives, we are like the revolving earth. There's daytime and there's nighttime. There are times when we know God's love real and true in our lives and there are times when we are far from it. We need to be a people who walk in the light all the time. 
We find ourselves striving to live in a way, though, that is searching, seeking always for the light of God. As the psalmist would put it, we are like watchmen searching for the dawn, like a watchman searches for the dawn. The one who is up all night keeping guard, keeping watch, looking for first light, first break of light, the first break of dawn to come over the horizon that we would see in the east the coming sun and know that day has come. That's the kind of anticipation that we should have during the season of Advent, not just for the celebration of the first coming of Christ, but as we look forward, as we anticipate that there is still something worth waiting for. That there is still something that is going to dawn upon us. That we still look to the east. You all look in the east right now, right? Yeah, the sun's coming up. Already is up. It's shining bright today. We're looking to the east because we know that's where the sun will come. The sun is going to come from the east to shine its light among all people. And we wait. And we remember. We're also people that already know where the light's coming. We know where our light is, where our light has been. We know where our light comes from. And so what do we do? Well, we listen to what the Apostle John writes in his first letter to the church. He reminds us that we've already heard the message of Christ. It's been declared to us. And the light that we seek is God, for in God there is no darkness at all. Therefore, as people who already know the light, we should strive to walk in the light. As He is in the light. For when the light appears to those who already have seen it, then it will shine to everyone else. We find ourselves in the middle of the already and the not yet, but leaning more towards the not yet. We're ready for the not yet. We're anticipating the not yet. We find ourselves as one who know the truth, who walk in the light, who are coming to find truth and want the truth to be realized to every peoples and nations. We get ourselves ready, ready for Christmas, ready for Christ's presence with us, that Christ would appear and come to us once again and share again the promised light as the angels proclaimed it. I bring you good news of great joy for all the peoples. You see, Advent and Christmas are wonderful times to remind us that before the already, there was only one peoples who understood the promises of God. There were only one peoples who were waiting for such a promise to fulfill. It was the Jews. It was the descendants of Abraham. They were God's chosen seed, God's chosen race. They were the ones to whom the Isaiah would make this promise. Yet when the promise came, the angels of the Lord proclaimed, that the gospel, the good news, was going to be reclaimed now to all peoples of every nation, age, race, and tribe. God's priority was revealed in the already, for it showed that the love of God was not specific to one people. The love of God came out of one people and was for all people. It extended to everyone, every nation, that all of humanity would in Christ come together and have peace, would be one people's. The absolute peace we seek is still in the not yet. But when the angel proclaimed the glory of the good news, they also proclaimed peace among those now whom God favors. The time that the proclamation was made, it was for the people of Israel. 
for the people of God. It was for the shepherds who were watching their flocks by night who went and saw the Christ child. And here in the in-between time, who is the peace that is to the people God favors? Well, the ones who have already understood the truth and the already and wait for the not yet. They seek the peace that only Christ can give them. And they wait again. They wait for the promised light to come again. Jesus told that His disciples at the end of the times that He was with them, that there would be always with them wars and rumors of wars, but He would give them a promise to those who already knew Him. He said, My peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Jesus was telling His disciples and His disciples told those who followed them and those who followed them and on down to us that you can have peace and you can have it now because you are part of the already. Christ's good news, Christ's <clears throat> love, Christ's light has already shown before you and you have seen it. And so in the already, you can walk in the light of God. You can have the peace that God gives as you await again the promised light to come. Again, to all people. Jesus told those who would hear that they would find peace even in the waiting for they have found themselves walking in the light as He is in the light. And you know, when the sun is shining bright outside, it's not a bad thing to wait. Sometimes it's nice to go outside, perhaps get to an appointment early, you sit on a park bench, sit outside your car, you smell the fresh air, you listen to the sounds of nature, you feel the warmth of the sun on your face, and you go, it's a good day to be in the light. Sometimes we can wait and not even glance at our watches, because even in waiting, it's just nice to be in the light. So in the light we walk, in the light we prepare, in the light we are making a way that others might see the light of Christ and come and find peace in the waiting with us. I hope as you, this, these next few weeks, are preparing and making and getting everything ready for the joy of Christmas, let's not forget to stop and wait. Wait for the promised light that is still coming. Wait for the not yet that will be even better than the now. Wait for the light to shine brighter and brighter as we walk in the light of God's glory and grace and peace through Christ Jesus our Lord.